This is Conversation Balloons, a podcast of interviews with experts and friends about all things generational. I'm your host, Leah Farish. We're honored today to have a person I will call Mr. Abraham. That is not his name. I'm not even going to divulge the country that he is in because his safety is in jeopardy. But we're honored to uh, talk to him and uh, find out what it's been like to raise children in this situation. So thank you, Mr. Abraham, for coming. Okay. Welcome, Vitamich. Welcome. Uh, I understand you have two teenagers. Is that right? Yeah, I have uh, two teenage, uh, teenage daughters. Okay. Well, that's kind of a challenge in any country, <laughs> if the, but a blessing, a great blessing. Um, and I can see them, and they're beautiful. <laughs> okay, thank you. Now, in your country, we won't we won't name the country that you're in, but in your country, are there laws against your religious practice, or is it just the society uh, that uh, individuals and groups um, tend to express hatred or discrimination. The country where I'm living is uh, having a lot of religious tension, and we are living in the pluralistic religious culture. We have a different religions here. Christians are very minority, and uh, that's the reason we are going through lot of discriminations and uh, uh, we are getting so much persecutions over here uh, where I'm living and working. Well, I'm sorry to, to hear that. Um, how does the persecution look? What kinds of things are people of your faith experiencing? Oh, we... We are not promoted or we are not encouraged to promote our uh, belief here. Even we are not permitted to uh, announce or share our faith in, in front of other people. If we are uh, declaring or we, if we are sharing our faith, there will be problem. problem. Uh, first of all, the case or the polit political case will be coming towards us. And uh, secondly, the religious people, other religious people uh, may have problem and they may unite together and uh, sometimes they are beating and they are uh, threatening us. That's the reason we are shut down and we are not able to open our mouth publicly. Okay. So people have been beaten and uh, I understand you actually have been beaten. Is that right? Yes. When I was working... Uh, with the uh, uh, non-Christians, uh, I was I was giving the tract, uh, so and tried to speak about Lord Jesus Christ, but all of a sudden some people uh, they gathered together and uh, they wanted to catch me. I was running, but on that way they caught me, and all people even without asking the reason why they are beating. They joined together and started to beat me. By the grace of God, uh, I was escaped very uh, amazingly. 
and was bedridden for three months. All my hairs fallen down, and I was about to die the, because the people were not having any mercy on me, and they were beating very uh, brutally. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I have read in your area that um, churches and meeting places are set on fire. Uh, I read of someone who's, who was sitting in his car with his little boy, and it, w- it was set on fire, a, a vehicle, a truck or a car, and they both died in the fire. Yes, yes. The, the, the people, uh, they, they gathered together, and they bought the petrol on that jeep, and they killed both father and the boy. There is only one incident, and a lot of incidents are happening here. Some incidents are coming in public. You are afraid to say in public. And um, you said someone might, you said the other thing that might happen, you might be beaten or you might have a case brought against you. Did you say that? Did I understand that right? Yeah. Uh, once uh, when I was sharing the gospel, uh, people complained to the police station and they caught me and uh, they, are, they, they, they charged me. But they asked the reason why you are preaching here. You are not allowed to preach in public. And also there is a law in our country that if you share the gospel publicly, uh, it will be case. They will be charging the case. And uh, we cannot come out of the jail. Well, um, let's talk about your worship times. You, you mentioned to me earlier that when you worship together, uh, you have to be quiet. You have to, if you sing, you have to sing quietly. Why is that? Yeah, in in the in the country where I'm living, uh, we are afraid to gather as Christians. Uh, we are closing our doors, and uh, we try our level best that the sound is not going out. The sound goes out, people will come and they will beat our sisters and brothers and, uh, you know, the church will be no more there. So we are afraid to worship the Lord uh, with the sound. And we are closed our doors and we are making sure that our people are coming very secretly and worshiping the Lord. Yeah, you said it, it provokes violence if uh, you're heard. Yeah, it, it provokes the violence, and uh, uh, we will be charged uh, via, uh, in the police station. Even the police also not helping the Christians, and they are siding with other religious people, and they always accuse the Christians. So we are not able to worship the Lord in truth and spirit, even in Sundays also. I'm sorry. Um, are you able to get Bibles easily and use? Uh, are you able to get uh, mat- materials to read and grow in your faith? We have Bible. We are getting the Bible, but now government is so strict with uh, the publishing companies. They are warning them. They are limited. My program is about generational issues, and we talk about parenting a lot. And I wanted to talk with you about your children and 
and growing up in this environment. When your kids were little, were you ever um, afraid for them? Um, would would children be in danger if the, it was known that they were of the of your religious faith? Our children uh, usually afraid to live in this community because from the childhood itself they are getting the news of threatenings and uh, killings and persecutions, banning of churches. The pastors are beaten up. And uh, those things are hurting them. And uh, they are very curious and they are mm, sometimes very afraid of the things that is happening in our country. And being a Christian is a great challenge for them, very great challenge for them. And how do they... How do they show their feelings about that? Do they, when they were little, would they cry? Would they have nightmares? What was that like when they were small? They are very afraid with the situation. And, uh, you know, sometimes they're not able to uh, concentrate on the studies. And they cry and they are afraid. Uh, being a Christian, uh, they're threatened with. And... Uh, uh, in 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 the, the, oh, each day, they are uh, having fear in their heart, and they are they are not able to concentrate on their studies, and they also afraid what will be happening to their parents, my uh, parents, and uh, they are very curious about the situation. Yeah. So that they are also yeah very struggle with this situation here in our country. Is it hard on their faith? Yeah, they, they, they don't feel, or they are, they are not able to get the security, security in the, uh, to feel the security in their life. So most of my children are afraid of the situation. Yeah. Um, when you were beaten, did they know about that? Yeah, I, I told them, and they came to know about it, and uh, they know uh, that I was beaten, and uh, uh, you know, as a uh, children, they are very sorry, and uh, the, those incidents are hurting them. And uh, to pronounce as a Christian in public is very, uh, very hard thing for them. Now they are afraid. It is it hard for them, and maybe you could ask them: Is it hard for them to forgive or? Uh, do they get, do they ever feel like, I wish, you know, we could fight or take revenge? Do they get angry? Do they get bitter? Do they get, you know, what are their feelings? Actually, we have anger on them, but uh, because according to Bible, Bible also says us to forgive to everyone. So actually we'll forgive and we uh, try our level best to uh, motivate and encourage others to believe in Christ. Oh, well, that's a wonderful attitude. Do you have any Hindu friends? Do you have any friends of, of other religions? Yes, most of my friends are Hindus because uh, here the majorities are Hindus. And when, do you ever talk about this with them? No, we won't share uh, about this. If we are sharing about this, it will be uh, leading to a great problem. Okay. So what kinds of things are you able to talk about with with kids of other religions? 
when you socialize? What do you? We would generally talk about uh, studies and all those things. We can't uh, even talk about religion or caste. Okay. Well, it's sad that you can't talk about everything with your friends. <laughs> were there times, uh, Mr. Abraham, were there times when the kids were little that uh, you needed for them to keep a secret, like if you were going to a, a religious conference or, you know, your church was planning an event, did you have to keep that a secret? Or did you, were you afraid that your children couldn't keep a secret? Yeah, I always keep it in secret. If I share in the family all those things I'm facing in the field, uh, you know, my children will love fright and uh, even they will have more uh, curiosity and uh, anxious about that. So I always try uh, whatever happening in the field and in the society related with my church, I always keep in my heart and I always pray to the Lord in secretly. And I share with my wife, but uh, my children, I try them to be happy always. Yeah. Did you ever um, have a concern in, in your church? Was it hard to um, guide the children to keep them from getting in trouble, to keep them from talking freely to, to non-Christians? No, I've always encouraged them uh, to be social and open-minded with the other religious people. Because in the school where they are studying, uh, Hindu-dominated school, even the teachers. So my children are only Christian there. So I always encourage them. Don't talk anything about religion. If they hurt you also, if you mock you, if you ridicule, or if you set you alone, you don't try to give any answer regarding the religion. So if you, Because if they say anything about religion, that will bring more religious tension on you. And people will be in aggressive, and we can't continue their studies in that same school. So I always tell them, be alert, and you talk about something other issues, and make them as a friend, be friendly. That is my suggestion to my daughters, always. Okay. But it is, it is known that they are Christians? Does everyone know everyone's religion? Yeah, it is known, because while taking admission itself, we have to sign in their register in the passport, and we have to show our identity, our caste, our religion. So everyone knows. Okay, so when they enroll in school, they have to, you have to say what religion they are. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned teachers. Let's talk about schools. So these are public schools, right? These are government-supported schools, and um, the teachers are all of a different faith, right? Our children are alone having this Christian faith. All others are belongs to other faith, including teachers. The management, no. all authorities are belongs to other faith. And you know the tension 
uh, how our children are growing in the midst of other religious people and they do not have any voice uh, do not have an uh, authority or the power to uh, declare or openly say their opinion they are suppressed and uh, they are you know secluded from the society that is a condition they are facing even the school well day to day in school um what is the curriculum like do they um study anything that um is objectionable do they have to learn another religion or memorize other religious texts or no. participate in any uh, yeah rituals? in the schools they have to participate in their religious worship system school starts with the songs and the prayer which is related with the other religious faith so my children must attend that they have to attend and uh, talking about curriculum um, the curriculum made here uh, according to the wish of government you know government is promoting their religion only so in the curriculum they are teaching about their system and their culture and about their religion mostly but we have a general curriculum the curriculum of biology science mathematics and uh, and uh, physics all are included but as teachers are uh, guided and uh, generated by the school management they will be propagating their agenda and uh, they are having their vision and uh, they are always trying our students uh, to accept or they are they are forcing our student uh, our people my, uh, my children to accept their faith that is happening here and our children also sometimes having the confusion and dilemma when the majorities are standing on side and the majorities are talking about their religion teaching about their religion our my daughters are uh, lonely you know sure um could i ask your daughter what what are her feelings as she is in school and hears and sees these rituals and sees the religion being taught that she doesn't agree with so uh, even if we are not willing to attend that uh, we are forced uh, we are forced to go there that means if we are not going there uh, surely we will be getting uh, punishment they read their religious books and their explanation would be given in bits so uh, if we are not willing for that also we need to sit in that period and hear what they are saying that's the thing that is going uh, going in this and do you, do you have to do homework and take tests that test you on um the the material about the other religions actually homework what uh, what they are giving is only about science and all uh, but uh, we need to repeat uh, their prayers and uh, need to uh, by heart their religious books and all those things in the class okay do uh, do the teachers treat you differently because you're a christian yes the, there is exist a partiality among the students students as well as teachers partiality how do how do they show that what happens what something specific that you know was not fair 
actually they uh, care about uh, other students only that means uh, they will uh, just separate as from them uh, from uh, them and uh, well teaching also the same thing uh, showing the partiality how how do they show that they're partial what do they do different well giving the priorities that means uh, for uh, special activities and all those things they'll give priorities to other students that means we will be just uh, standing by the corner only uh, for giving that means they'll give more priority that means they will include in activities in, in case of sports or in studies they will uh, raise up other students only so we will be in the corners okay i'm so sorry in the resume itself it is written as a question so it is very difficult for us to get into the entrance for the higher studies and you know higher officials and all the people those who are heading the uh, the the higher courses are very uh, fanatic with the, their religion so they they try they will try their level best to prevent okay her admission yes are your girls given lower grades because they're christians for the same work yes sometimes even if we uh, uh, studies also uh, they would be giving less grades that means less marks okay so it it was it is harder to get into college or university or be admitted because also because you have lower grades and you didn't get to participate in special activities or uh, special programs are there clubs at school or <clears throat> after school activities that you are excluded from yes after uh, school we have clubs here from that also we are excluded uh, due to mainly due to uh, caste and religion do you ever get invited to parties no in here we do not have that practice here we do not have uh, that kind of parties and all okay <laughs> but uh, in marriage functions and the school functions we have but in that also my daughters are uh, you know excluded okay do your girls ever worry about or does your wife ever worry are you worry about how they will find a, a good husband yes yes in this environment uh, we are afraid that our daughters are afraid uh, we to get a godly uh, boys here in this country because we you know that our faith uh, we we have a very minority people here and it is very difficult for us to find a good boys um do you plan what what can you plan for your daughters in terms of more education or uh, a career? What are you planning? You know, now my elder daughter studies in twelfth standard. Next year, uh, she has to go for the higher study. But in our country, I, this situation never permit me to send her to the higher education. Uh, first thing, the economical situation of my life. Second thing, uh, if she get married also, they will not consider because of Christian. Uh, so, 
either I have to stop her education or I have to give her a poor uh, education with some some work uh, so that she can learn and uh, she can survive in her future. Okay, so she would have to leave the country to get a college or university degree? Yeah, that is possible, but for me, you know, I'm a very poor pastor. I'm serving in the village, among the villagers, so that is uh, huge for me. Even I can't dream about that, to send her in another country. Expensive, expensive for me. Is it possible to leave the country to study elsewhere? Is it allowed? Yeah, our country is allowing. Our students can go any, anywhere. They are giving the permission uh, on their own risk. Government will never support. Government will never pay their fee. Uh, but they are allowing. They are allowing uh, some pastors here, uh, like leaders. They send their children. But I can't. As I'm a poor pastor, I cannot send them with my limited uh, circle, you know. So what kind of uh, work or... Uh... I'm, I'm going to ask you a different way. I'll, I'm, I'm going to ask the same question. You can answer a similar way. but um, So after what we call high school here, after their public school, um, what do you expect your daughters will do? My expectation and my dream that she should go for MBBS degree, she can help our Christian uh, sisters and brothers, and she can assist uh, Christian orphans, and uh, you know, she can even start a Christian mission uh, hospital, so that we can assist at least our Christian brothers, those who are suffering here. And you know, uh, when we are getting some sickness, when we go to the hospital, uh, by looking at us, by getting our identity itself, they are neglecting to take care of us. And they are not given proper uh, treatment also sometimes. And we cannot trust doctors, we cannot trust our hospitals for major surgeries. And we do not know what they are doing with us. You know, after all, they, their agenda is to annihilate all Christians from our country, wipe out all the Christians from the country, and we can't even approach the the hospitals for the major surgeries at all. If she cannot get into a college, a university, what will she do? Uh, if, if he's not getting, or if, if, if she can't go to the college, I'll be teaching her like... Uh, any self-help self -help program like uh, making some products as she is, uh, uh, you know, uh, she, uh, yeah, household products like making soap or phenol and learning stitching. Yeah, I want to give uh, a humble advice to the parents, those who are living in hostile country like me. Uh, we are all doing the ministry of God. We are called by the Lord to die for Him. We are called by the Lord to become martyrs 
so we have to be very strong and we have to take care of our family and we have to take care of our children but we have to remember that our lord is a god who can take care of our children and we do not have any guarantee that tomorrow our children or our family will be there we have to love our low people our neighbors be the good samaritan those who are against us we are only requested by our lord jesus christ to pray for them love for them and anyway propagate the gospel that's the reason i always encourage my children they are also happy in the midst of the problem and they are joining with me and they are supporting me they are happy in the family even though outside situation is struggling that is my humble advice to all the parents for bringing and bringing up their children in their Australian countries. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, can I ask your daughter, do you have any advice for uh, teenagers who are facing um, bullying, who are being bullied or harassed? So my advice to them is uh, if, we, uh, if we just worry or be concerned about uh, the situation, there is no use. Uh, the thing is that we should overcome that. That means we should believe in God and we should try to overcome that situation rather than being afraid or being sad. That's good. Yes, love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah, we are called to not be overcome with evil, but to overcome evil with good. Yes, no. yes. And uh, your, your reward is great. Mr. Abraham, thank you. Thank you, all of you, for your beautiful example of forgiveness and steadfastness. And uh, thank you for staying up late and talking to us. <laughs> Subscribe and review Conversation Balloons on your favorite podcast platform. Find me at leahfarish.com and on Instagram at L-E-A-H-F-A-R-I-S-H.